0: Hello and welcome to the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Scott Spees, Director of Advancement here at DCC, and we appreciate you joining us today as we continue in our series of podcasts that focus on current topics and events that are shaping our society, the world of education, and the local church. Today we are starting a new series of podcasts that we are calling Five Gifts of Advent." Spearheading this special Christmas series is the head of our practical ministries department, Dr. Eddie Sanders. Uh, Dr. Sanders is in his sixth year here at Dallas Christian College, he has been a guest on several of our previous episodes already, which you can check out on our website and other platforms. But, Dr. Sanders, it's great to have you today. Good morning. So I was wondering, can you give our listeners a brief overview of what they can expect these next five weeks leading up to Christmas as we start this new series?
1: Yeah, thanks, Scott. This five-part podcast will explore five themes, peace, love, faith, hope, and joy. The main source of content will come from New Testament texts that relate and explore these five themes and what they really show that we receive in Christ The ultimate Christmas gift.
0: Excellent. Well, I'm looking forward to it. And growing up in a Disciples of Christ Christian church, the season of Advent was always something we celebrated with the hanging of the greens, usually the Sunday right after Thanksgiving. And and so those of you familiar with an Advent wreath and the Advent season, I think, are going to be encouraged and will appreciate some of, of what we have to share with you this coming month. Helping to guide our discussion, as always, is the voice of the DCC Leadership Podcast. Mr. Mark Worley. So, Mark, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you facilitate the first of our five Gifts of Advent podcast episodes. Yeah, thanks,
2: Scott. I, I, this is this is a great series. Uh, taking a look at just these di- different aspects of uh, these topics that you're talking about, Doctor Sanders. I, I'm looking forward to this because <clears throat> it's really um, it, it's really the core of who christ is and uh i mean you know this first topic of peace all of a sudden scriptures just started flooding you know uh philippians uh the peace of god and the god of peace will be with you and i i recently i just thought about <clears throat> what is the number one thing that christ gave me you know when i gave my life to him and it was peace and i've asked students before you know, do you have peace? And that's really an interesting question to ask somebody and just watch their reaction. Do you have peace? And sometimes students would just tear up and shake their heads no. And others, you know, would smile and go, absolutely. It just, and so uh, this, this idea of uh, our subject of peace, what brought that to your mind? And why, why did you want that to be like foremost here?
1: Starting with this one, I think it, it is one of the dominant themes in yeah. in the infancy narratives. You know yeah. the the Christmas story. Uh, he he brought peace, and that 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 word just kind of stuck out in my heart, mind, and spirit. And you know, talking with Scott some and knowing that that's part of the Advent uh, wreath and themes, I thought let's let's look at this and talk through it. So Mark, did you know Advent traditionally means arrival?
2: Yeah. In fact, uh, I think it was a year ago. You could go back and listen to the podcast. Dr. Corey Allen talked about Advent and yeah, it was pretty cool. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it's associated with the arrival of the Messiah and celebrated at Christmas time. I'm starting real basic here because... That's good.
2: It's a good reminder.
1: (laughs) Maybe for you, but... I wasn't very familiar with the term Advent growing up, okay? This was... Yeah, neither was I. I, I'd never heard that. Right. Now, we had an Advent wreath at Peach Crest Christian Church in the 90s where I grew up in Georgia, sat on the communion table during Christmas, but somehow I missed what Advent meant. Mm -hmm. Now, in fairness... In fairness, I probably was too focused on that center white candle getting lit, because that meant within 12 hours, I was getting presents. (laughs) It was going to be awesome, of course. As I've grown in my walk with the Lord, etc., I I just saw the depth of what was going on there and that this goes back so far that, that Dr. Allen could certainly share with us, but I wasn't familiar with advent. Yeah. I wasn't once I learned it meant arrival and it's this kind of reflection process around Christmas time. It was very helpful and this advent is not just any arrival. It, it's a big deal type of arrival. I think of sitting on the porch for hours when grandparents come to town for Thanksgiving or Christmas. Your parents tell you grandma and grandpa are on the way. So you go outside and wait, and wait, and wait. The hours go so slow. But you're waiting on an arrival, a once-a-year event. It's special, it's meaningful, it's good. And when I say good, good in the biblical sense where it's right, wholesome, and it's the way things should be. That's, that's what Advent here is getting at. So... As grandparents coming to town certainly means hugs and presents for little ones, what does this yearly Advent bring us? That's what we're going to explore. Over the next five episodes, we're going to look at these gifts we get. And I know we've said these. Let me go over them again. Peace, love, faith, hope, and joy. Today, as we've discussed, we're going to explore peace. Mark, when did you stumble upon Advent and its its significance?
2: You know I guess I, really for me um, I, I think it was kind of like what Scott was talking about there there was a thing at, at, at a church and they were talking about Advent but really I didn't fully understand it frankly until Dr. Allen came in and he's like hey here's what Advent means and this is the different aspects of Advent yeah I, I had no clue about that
1: <clears throat> good thanks so I'm in your, I'm in your boat too. (laughs) Yeah. First in, in this series, the advent of Christ offers us peace, peace. There is a picture of me around Christmas time that pops up here in a couple weeks, you know, on Facebook or Amazon photos, one of those. And it pops up every December and I look forward to seeing it because I know more are coming. I'm giving a gift and we pose for the picture. The picture looks normal, but that day, I was feeling terrible. I didn't feel good physically, and I was just going through one of those seasons. You know, hmm. you, you have those, and it's winter, kind of a challenging time. I desperately wanted to feel better. And if you would have told me right then, Eddie, it's Christmas, you have peace, I would have said, oh, I know. <laughs> I know. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks, preacher. yeah. yeah. I would have believed you and I even knew what it meant then but I didn't feel it at that moment and that is what is so striking about biblical peace the Old Testament concept carries the idea of completeness and even wholeness and and leaning into perfection can also mean prosperity and welfare in terms of safety and physical health Mm. it it also and strongly points to inner contentment, and, and the imagery in the Old Testament is inner contentment when you're going to sleep, you know? You know those nights you put your head on the pillow?
2: Big sigh, and you're ready to go. <laughs> and then you're gone,
1: and then you're like, why is my alarm going off? It, but, but, but that's what peace is getting at, that, that moment right before you go to sleep, and we all understand that. Well, the true source and giver of life well-being is God alone. We see this most clearly in Ephesians 2:14 where Paul writes a lengthy sentence as he yeah. does in Ephesians. Yeah. but this first clause is just, you know, it's overwhelming if we if we stopped on it for he himself is our peace. peace. Yeah. Jesus himself is our peace. So peace in the New Testament emphasizes, an inner and spiritual reality. So back to my picture where I don't, I don't feel good on multiple levels. As a believer, even feeling bad, I have the Advent gift of peace. I had a spiritual well-being despite my circumstances. Now, we know that having good spiritual circumstances despite our challenges in life is true and in many areas of the Christian life. It's just, you know, we have this inner reality. But I think peace is one that we overlook. Peace is often associated with the absence of war. Now, that is a part of it. That is a part of it. But this first Advent gift reminds me and reminds us and encourages me and challenges me and us, (laughs) all of us, to keep in mind that in the advent of Christ, the believer is not at war with God any longer.
0: Yeah. <clears throat>
2: yeah, absolutely.
1: It's easy to say, well, I didn't know that I was at war with God. And, and that's the biblical story for another episode in our sin before God that, that yeah. we all know. Christ's advent brings us well-being in our soul based on our relationship with God. So as you're listening you know, in a car, on a walk, you have peace as a believer with God. Don't you think that's a profound gift?
2: I, I do. You know, in fact, that's what I. That's the, I think that's the number one thing that that God gave me. I mean, th- there was rebellion, <clears throat> there was anger, there was rage, there was all of that going on because I was a part of the world. And uh, you, you know, I just remember uh, the the thing that I hungered for. And, you know, this is like during the Vietnam war, but it was also growing up in inner city where there was violence and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and there was no outward peace whatsoever. I mean, you know, you're walking to school, you could get, I mean, there's all kinds of stuff going on. Yeah, but Eddie, you're exactly right. The the one thing that, that transformed my whole life really was <clears throat> Jesus stepping in and bringing peace. and I, I mean, that was crazy uh, to, to realize I no longer have to carry a chip on my shoulder. I no longer have to be because Jesus is here. And the passage that you just quoted out of uh, Ephesians, he is our peace. And Paul, Paul talks about this uh, in, a, in, a, in a different way. Well, he talks about uh, Philippians 4. You know the anxiety that we have and he says and the peace of god which transcends all understanding will guard your hearts and your minds in christ jesus in christ jesus you know from who from the evil one who seeks to to violate that peace and man and then later in in four uh, philippians four he says i've learned the secret of being content he's in prison all kinds of bad stuff has happened. I wouldn't want to travel with Paul, you know, because all kinds of bad stuff happened to him. But how why, how did he get that peace? You know, it's that famous 413, yeah. you know, he...
0: Well, and I love that in the uh, <coughs> drawn to the Ephesians 2 passage because that was one I did uh, used as a foundation for uh, some of my thesis work. Uh, in that he's talking about the, div- the division between Jew and Gentiles mm-hmm. and, and brings together the idea that you know, Christ has broken down that barrier and you who were Gentiles, who were separated from God, who were at war <coughs> with God, realistically, uh, now that Christ, Christ has eliminated that. And so now even those who are non-Jews can be at peace. Can have that shalom that you were talking about with God, and, and I love that. I that picture of that imagery of, of removing the barrier wall and bringing us together. Yeah, and as I, one,
2: I love that idea. Is there is no more, no longer war between us and God.
1: Yep, it's I've gotten yes, Mark. You know I like airplanes. Y- y'all both mentioned war, so and and that's where I want to wrap up uh, these thoughts here. Do you know there is a peace symbol with a B52 on it? Have you seen this? So a B52, yeah. it's a yeah. it's a bomber carries, you know, big bombs, you know, around the world. Well, well, if you search this, you know, don't do this while you're driving or anything like that, but for fun, search B52 peace symbol. It looks very similar, but it's an airplane to to the traditional peace symbol. It's actually mocking the traditional peace symbol and it's communicating peace is achieved through one's power over another. Peace becomes coercive. Peace is coercive with that picture. <clears throat> Advent peace is the opposite. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation to live in Christ's identity of peace now in preparation for the future. Mm-hmm. It's an invitation to a life-giving gift of peace that was achieved not through coercion, but through submission. And so for application for this time, ponder and reflect where this Christmas season can I submit more fully and completely and peacefully to a God who gave us the gift of his son and peace.
2: You know, uh, Eddie, as you were talking there, I was thinking of uh, Matthew where Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary, um, which indicates, you know, the Greek there indicates who have been through battle and carry heavy burdens, which indicates the burdens of men come to me. All you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest for your soul you know which is the the, the word their soul is psyche your whole being come to me and I will give you that rest for your total being there may be chaos going on around but man you're right when you submit to God and and when you come to Jesus and he gives you that peace because he is the prince of peace he is uh, and I would encourage our listeners, uh, to do exactly what you just said. You know, at some some day in time we're gonna have to kneel and bow before him anyway. Why not do it today and and receive that peace. Stop struggling, wrestling. Oh, I agree. Great yeah. point.
0: <clears throat> just Excellent. rest in him. Yeah. Good stuff. Thank you so much, Dr. Sanders. And we're looking forward to uh some other faculty and even some students sharing in these uh coming weeks on the topics of uh, Advent and uh, love, faith, hope, and joy, and so we invite you to uh, to uh, look out for those. For those of you in the DFW area, we want to let you know that this coming Sunday on December the 5th, we're going to have an event here on our campus where we, we are actually doing that, celebrating Simply Christmas, and that's what we've entitled it. Uh, we're going to uh, join forces with uh, Cornerstone Christian Church that meets on our campus, And so if you're in the DFW area and would like to come and be a part of that, it'll be in our gym at 4 o'clock p.m. on Sunday, December the 5th. We're going to have the DCC Choir as well as the Cornerstone Choir. Uh, Just spend some time worshiping together, having some great music, and it'll be an opportunity for us to celebrate simply Christmas and be reminded of the peace that we have in Christ through that. Again, we want to thank you for joining us for uh, the first of our Five Gifts of Advent series. Uh, pray that you and your family have had a great Thanksgiving holiday and are looking forward to uh, uh, celebrating and looking to the coming of the Messiah as we celebrate Christmas. Take care, stay safe, and we hope to catch you next time on the Dallas Christian College Leadership Podcast.